Hello, and welcome to Dear Graham, a podcast for Graham. Yeah, it, I always feel like there should be a follow-up there, but it always gets thrown to me right after that. Well, I already did my part. Next part's your job. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that part. You could say, well, should we workshop it right yeah, now? Yeah, let's workshop it, okay. because it's a fundamental issue with the podcast, I think. I don't agree at all. All right, so we I used to introduce us. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't could, find that necessary. No, I think anyone who's listening, now, I mean, like, you know, I don't know how many new listeners we're getting. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I'm saying. Um, so after I say hello and welcome to your grammar podcast for game, you could say... Uh, this week we're covering... Yeah, we could jump right in. We could, but I like the banter beforehand. There's no... I don't... Would you call it do banter? You, do you think it's like a TV show where they're like, like a late night talk show where they're like, tonight's guests are... And they say the guests, and then the host still comes out and does the monologue. So, like, we would say the subject, but then still just, like, talk about random things that pop into our heads. Oh, like we this, could. Like this thing we're doing right now. Yeah, we could. Do you want to try that? Tonight we'll be talking about... I forget what we're talking about. We're, ta <laughs> we're talking about Dear Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. This is Dear, dear Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where I got the deer from. That's definitely <laughs> where I got it from. Amazing. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's what we're talking about tonight. Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks movie. It's mm -hmm. a classic. Are we jumping right in now or are we continuing banter? Naya, stop that. Stop that. Well. She was scratching the chair. She was scratching the chair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Okay. Um, I have just a quick comment about the bird feeder. Okay. So the bird feeder, uh, Graham, I've been not filling the bird feeder. So just in case you and Rachel come and visit us soon, um, we can hang out on the balcony without there being just a ton of bird seed everywhere because they're very messy eaters. Um, but then I filled it yesterday because I figured, well, they eat it pretty quickly. And I filled it up 75% of the way and it's entirely gone. So that's just a comment on how hungry the birds are around yeah, here. Yeah, we're responsible for feeding the entire bird population of our neighborhood. Yet somehow I still don't really feel beholden to them. No. I feel like they'll be fine if we don't feed them. Yeah, they're on their own. They're on their own. Be self-sufficient. Should we talk about, um, well, do we have anything else to talk about before we talk about the movie? No, I don't have anything off the top of my head. Okay, great. Then oh. let's talk about the venue in which we watched it, because we went to the movies. We went to the drive-in. Yes. Yes. We went to the movie. Yeah. There was only one movie. Single feature. And honestly, that works for me, because I was ready to go to bed afterward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's like 10 p.m. I don't think I've ever stayed for both movies at a drive-in. That's not true. I'm pretty sure I saw Cars 2 and Green Lantern back to back. Green Lantern, a classic film. Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waititi. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's in that. Who's he in that? He's the best friend. He's his best friend. Really? Yeah. I don't remember anything about it, probably because it was the second movie at a drive-in. It's the first time I ever saw Taika Waititi. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say what I'm drinking. Oh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking... Um, some more of that wine I was drinking next week, last week, the seven moons. I don't yeah. have anything new to say about it, except I don't think I mentioned last week that the cork was black. Yeah. That was a big selling point. I think that's cool. Yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, I just finished, uh, a 7.5 ounce can of Coke. Nice. So helps me drink less Coke, except I drank two. So <laughs> it really adds up. Helps you drink less Coke. Before that, you weren't drinking any Coke because you weren't buying it. That's true. Yeah. Helps you drink a lot more Coke. It does. 7.5 times as many ounces. No, 
15, 15 times yeah. as many ounces. 15 in this case. And Although was, not really because times zero is zero. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. A lot, a lot. More. Yeah, a lot yeah. more. More Coke. So we saw this movie at the drive-in, which I would highly recommend, Graham, if you're in the city of Pittsburgh before the end of October, which is unlikely, on a Friday or Saturday night. So you reserve your spot online. And then um, it's through Row House Cinemas, which is in Lawrenceville, but they're um, partnering with somebody who seems to just own a big parking lot in the Strip District. And um, you can reserve your spot online and then you have to yeah. and you can also buy your refreshments online and then you just roll on up and mm -hmm. you can pick up your popcorn and candy and stuff and they have a food truck and they had pepperoni rolls and you have to buy food that's either a pepperoni roll or something from the food truck if you want to buy beer and they have various um local beers um one on tap and then like five in the can and they were all ipas not a fan of the IPA. Me neither. Beer people really like an IPA. I'm not a beer person. I like, much like our esteemed colleague, Mr. Kavanaugh, I like beer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a throwback. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. We all forgot about him. No, I didn't forget. No. No. Just tried real hard. Yeah. Um, what can we do about that now? You know, nothing. Nothing. Not a damn Pre thing. Well, pretty much nothing. Golly. There are unlikely possibilities, but pretty oh, much geez. nothing. We could send him letters. Dear Mr. Kavanaugh, we think you are very bad. I, I'm sure. Please he, retire. I'm pretty sure he gets those letters already. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I like beer and I don't like an IPA either. So I got the draft, which was a lager and it was nice. Good. Yeah. But it was a little scary to drink it in your car. Yeah, it was scary for me too. Because if it said sloshed, that would have been a big deal. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> yeah. I think it would have been easier to drink a can, but like we said, they were all IPAs. Yeah. So it was real fun because um, you roll in there and then you, we put the Honda Fit in refresh mode and sat in the back. The best mode. It was great. It was pretty comfy. It is comfy. You had to slouch down to see out of the windshield way up there, but it was nice. Yeah, that's my natural sitting position anyway, so that worked for yeah, me. Yeah, that's good. I'm trying to increase my posture because of neck pain, but what's one night? Well, maybe that's why my neck hurts today. Maybe. It doesn't matter. I feel great. Good. <laughs> so that was the venue and had just a blast. Yeah, it was a good time. Mm -hmm. Do yeah. you want to synopsize the movie? Yeah, Young Frankenstein came out in 70, either 71 or 74, I don't remember. Um, Mel Brooks film, uh, famous comedy director and writer uh, and comedian Mel Brooks, who... Uh, Directed several other films um, around the same time, probably most famously Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of parodies of genres of film. So while Blazing Saddles is a parody of the Western uh, and racism in America, uh, this film is a parody of really kind of B-horror movies, mm -hmm. much like The Mummy that we tried to watch mm -hmm. the other day. Unable. Except this is actually good. Yeah. Um, and... So synopsizing, basically you have the grandson of um, Dr. Frankenstein uh, has moved to America and is a scientist. He's a brain surgeon in America, and he receives basically an invitation or some kind of something to go back to uh, his family home in what country is it? Transylvania. Transylvania. Okay, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy comes, just real quick, the guy sure. comes and says, I have your grandfather's last will and testament. I'm pretty sure is what he says. Mm -hmm. And then he just goes 
to his grandfather's home and takes over his lab. Yeah. Which is not, to my understanding, how a last will and testament works. Could be. Could have been in the will that he was given the lab and he saw it as an opportunity to... Or was given the the castle and he saw it as an opportunity to just, you know, live there. But it's kind of unexplained and unnecessary, really. That's true. It's not the kind of movie where everything makes sense. Yes. Um, So he goes there and meets up with a cast of characters um, who are all pretty pretty similar to the original you know frankenstein just in terms of people around the castle Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are angry villagers Mm -hmm. and with fire uh chaos ensues yeah yeah pretty much it was a blast it's a blast of a film it really is yeah it's black and white Mm -hmm. which is which makes it a classic movie in my eyes it a classic movie even though it came out in 1974 Mm -hmm. or one yeah well you have argued before that movies in the 90s are classic movies yeah i think movies from any time can be a classic. No, I think a classic movie is an old movie, old is characterized by Before My Lifetime and Black and White. We talked about this. That would mean The Godfather is not a classic film. That is correct. The Godfather is not a classic, like capital C, capital F classic film. But it can be a movie that is a classic, but it's not a classic movie because it's in color. I don't understand the distinction. Is it just that it's in color or it's not in color? Yeah. That feels like a, a somewhat arbitrary line to draw because The Wizard of Oz is, is or is not a classic. Is it, it half a classic? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. <laughs> okay. I would say so. It's bizarre. Really like 25% a classic. Okay. Okay, so no, no, no. Really like 25% a classic film because obviously The Wizard of Oz is classic. Yeah. But it does not have the title, the official Amelia title okay. of classic movie, capital so, C, capital M, because it's not fully in black and white. Okay, so... Gone with the Wind is in color, right? Yeah, it is in color. So that movie is a classic. It's not a classic movie. I don't know if it is. I think it's bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm sure you're right. I don't know if I've seen very it. very boring. I'm, I, I, could, I could spend several podcasts talking about why I don't like Gone with the Wind. but And you'd call him Frankly, my dear. <laughs> That's funny. And you'd talk about why you don't give a damn. I, I, do you get it? I do. Do you I get do, it? I do get it. That's a good joke I made. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ah, what a blast. All right. Should we talk about things that we like and didn't like about this movie? Sure. Okay. What did you like about this movie? Well, I did think it was very funny. Yes. Um, I thought I had seen it before. I thought it was much funnier this time. Mm-hmm. And I think it was probably a lot because I was excited to be at the drive-in. Sure. And also before that, um, a guy from Row House got up on the mic <laughs> um, to do his little intro and, um, you know, most of the time you go to the drive-in and it's a very family-friendly event and there's kids running around and they play, let's all go to the lobby mm-hmm. on the thing. And, um, but the movie, you know, starts and then that's it. And, you know, you sit there and kind of quietly watch the movie and he comes on the, the mic and just did a little bit of pump up before the movie and, you know, how y'all doing tonight, you know. Before they put in the DVD. Yeah, before they put in the DVD. It was real cute. And um, and people were beeping. And I was going, woo. And so we're sitting in the car with the windows up because it was cold. And can just hear, like, real quiet. Everybody around us going, woo. Beep, 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 beep. And it was so fun. I liked how he, he started. He was trying to get everybody uh, pumped up. And then he got to the end of his speech. And he realized he hadn't warned everyone about turning on your headlights or... Um, your tail lights, uh-huh. um, or hitting your tail lights, and so he like came in and he was like, "And do not turn on your headlights or your tail lights. 
do not do and then the movie started and so the last thing he said was this like very serious <laughs> he was like he had been like trying to be like we're gonna have a great time uh-huh. and then he finished on a real downer <laughs> but nobody did did you notice nobody did yeah very it's effective. so appreciated very that. effective because normally at the regular drive-in somebody always does and i think mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's a kid who's yep. like flicking the switches yeah messing yeah. around because like at the drive-in my parents would sit outside in lawn chairs mm-hmm. and grandma and i would sit in the front seats and I mean, you know, it wasn't always the same, but that was fun because I sat in the driver's seat. And of as course. you know, I did not get my license until I was 22. But when I was 12, yes. I thought, boy, oh boy, four years from now, this is where it's at. <laughs> uh, and then you changed your mind. I sure did. Gosh. Um, no, I like driving though. So what did you like about the movie? Yeah. So I liked, um, I liked, what's his name? Gene Wilder's acting very much. Gene Wilder, not a hot take, is a comedy genius. Well, the first time I did not like it because he yells a lot. Oh, yeah. He's very, very over the top. And everything he's in, he's kind of over the top. Yeah. I hated Willy Wonka as a child. And one of the reasons was uh, Willy Wonka just would yell sometimes. And I didn't like that. Is Is that one Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Mm, I think that one's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't don't like that movie. I think he's fine in it. Kind of disturbing. But I also think that character in the book is kind of disturbing. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of disturbing. So in that way, he kind of nailed it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, comedy genius Gene Wilder has worked with Mel Mel Brooks several times. Mm -hmm. Um, Is very good in this role. Mm -hmm. A lot of good physical comedy. Yes. Um, from the person who plays the creature and yes. also from the chief of police or whatever his name is, who has a wooden arm and he like has to whack it with his other hand to get it to do anything. Yeah. It, that's it's a funny. terrific and probably very hard to do. I'm sure. Gag. The, the chief of police who I think also might have an eye patch. Does he have an yeah, eye patch? he does have an eye patch. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, while he is doing, you know, what I assume is a very tough accent to do, mm-hmm. um, is also one of his arms is wooden. And so to move it, he just like smacks it mm-hmm. and he smacks it with his other arm into whatever position he wants it to be in. Yeah. And he never moves. Like, it's very well done. He never moves it. Otherwise. Na- na- yes. Otherwise. But he will smack it like um, he'll move the fingers and stuff yes. without yeah. smacking them. Like as he moves. Yes. As he wax his forearm mm-hmm. his hand just very suddenly forms the correct yes. shape mm-hmm. um so that's fine but it never looks yeah it never looks unnatural it just looks like that's part of the joke mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean it, it looks unnatural yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. as but if I mean, it's part of the joke yeah correct yeah there's yeah there's a lot of good recurring jokes even and even in like a short movie because it's like an hour and 40 minutes mm-hmm. um it's not overly long it doesn't really drag yeah. You know. And there's not too many recurring jokes. Yeah, that's fair. Because yeah. I think sometimes you can beat something into the ground without a lot of effort. Sure. But they'll establish a joke early on and then maybe come back to it once mm-hmm. toward the end of the film. And we hear a little bit of Gene Wilder's singing voice, which is beautiful. There's a couple good singers in this yeah, movie. Yeah, both of the... Well, there's three women in the movie. That's going to come up later when we talk about things I don't like so much, but okay. what are you going to do? But um, yeah, and we hear two of the three of them sing, and they have really good singing voices. Yeah, they do. They don't sing like at length, but... Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and the guy who plays the creature um, later went on to be in Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm. He plays Raymond's dad in Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? Yeah. Neat. Not actually seven feet tall. Ah, I did notice he had stilts on at one point. Yeah, very clearly has stilts on at one point. Yeah. And he also an excellent physical comedy actor. Yes. Like when the creature wakes up, um, 
he does, you know, the Frankenstein like deadlift sit up. I don't know what it's called when you just are like lying on your back, like oh, a Barbie yeah. doll, you know, just your, mm -hmm. you hinge at your hips and just yep. sit straight up and mm -hmm. like your back doesn't bend at all. And his feet don't come off the ground either. Yep. You know, like if I'm trying to sit up without, you know, a straight legs mm -hmm. in front of me, my feet come way up off yeah. the ground. I just thought that was very impressive. Strong, strong abs. Strong abs. Yeah. What did you like about the movie? Uh, a lot of really just too many good jokes to, mm -hmm. to even get into. Um, I should say them. I'm not going to say them. Okay. Um, but the the characters all work really well. It's a lot of strong performances. Mm -hmm. um, just really good classic film. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. And then things we didn't like about the movie. Sure. But not. Yeah, it is with a capital C, capital F. Yeah, I know because it's black and white. Yeah, that's right. All right. So things we didn't like about the movie. So it is a, it's a. Uh, a parody and also an homage mm -hmm. to uh, classic B horror movies where the damsel in distress is just a sex object. Mm -hmm. And so it is in this one pretty much. I mean, she. Um, both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, y you know. Yeah. There's that. It certainly doesn't pass the Bechdel test because there's three women and like two of them are love interests for Frankenstein. And yeah. um, one of them was the love interest for his grandfather and yes. is now like a curmudgeonly old hag. But she's probably like the same age as the rest of them, just with worse yeah. makeup. Mm -hmm. um, and She has some good jokes, though. Yeah, she does have some good jokes. And so I didn't really like that. I didn't sure. really love the twice recurring penis joke or maybe thrice recurring. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You think three? I think thrice. Thrice recurring. At least thrice, actually. Yeah. And also, at one point, I turned to Adam and I said, now, is that rape? Mm -hmm. Because as we all know, just if she ends up enjoying it after, yeah, does not make it not rape. Sure. And there was certainly not explicit consent, Yeah. which, by the law, yes. that is rape. Yeah. So it's done, it's 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 a quick little scene mm -hmm. and um as as rape scenes go in movies that are not actually yes uh, depicted as rape in the movie mm -hmm. um it, it, it's it's like I definitely didn't consider that it was maybe not a good thing the first time around and then mm -hmm. this time around I was like I think it's totally I don't know about that I not think, into that. I think it's totally fair to look at that scene and say this is not okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also that at the time they would not have thought that it was not okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not until like three years ago. Nobody yeah. would have. Well, not nobody, but yeah. I would not have realized that so, I would have been a little uncomfortable probably. Sure. But Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that is that is a very fair point. Um, I also think that it doesn't ruin the film for me. I agree. And generally, I feel like that sort of thing would have ruined the film for me. And mm -hmm. I don't really know why it didn't in this case. Maybe that I know it's a parody. Mm -hmm. And probably that we've had such a cultural awakening mm -hmm. of feminism and uh, dominion of a person over her own sure. body in the last several years that I feel that it's uh, uh, obviously the fight is not finished, but no. you know, don't, um, I'm not exactly sure how to say this. It feels like, uh, most people now would be able to watch this and say, Hmm, I don't know about that. You know, yeah. that just doesn't feel like a perfect, a really topical yes. 
hill to die on. Sure. And I agree. I did. I don't think it really ruined the movie for me. I just say, hmm, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. That's not a good thing. Yep. But the rest of it. Yes. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, and then the mm-hmm. other thing that I didn't love about the movie was um, the creature cannot speak. Mm-hmm. And so when they're dancing to putting on the Ritz and the yeah. creature is um, singing, um, I was not in, like he sings the putting on the Ritz like that's his line. Yeah. And um, I don't know really how to describe it. He's just doing a voice. Yes. As a person who clearly does not have good command of English, and it seems a little ableist. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree with that, and I thought about that at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, like, as soon as that happened, you look over at me and you go, ooh, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think I think part of the problem is that comedy tends to age more poorly than drama, mm-hmm. just generally, because topics that are okay to make fun of mm-hmm. change very frequently, and, you know, for the better. Yeah. Um, and... I think that the majority, the vast majority of this film remains very funny. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also important to look at certain scenes and say, this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know what the intent behind this was, but I I don't think this is funny now. Yes. Um, and it doesn't ruin the movie. And I'm not asking mm-hmm. for those scenes to be taken out. No. And um, I just think that... Th- Part of progressing as a society is looking at past works of art and saying, you know, we should do things differently. Yeah. And I do think that we should celebrate that comedy moves in an arc that, Mm -hmm. um, if you would listen to some, is considered more restrictive, you know, Mm because you certainly get a lot of people... Uh, not me, but a lot of people saying, you know, you can't make fun of anything anymore. It's just a joke, blah, 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 as a way to justify outdated, shitty beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and and like, thankfully, even in this movie, when this monster is singing, putting on the wrist, risk (laughs) putting on the wrist, putting on the wrist with Gene Wilder, at least like nobody's pointing at him and Mm -hmm. laughing. Everybody's clapping, which like, honestly makes it more palatable for me. Not that I think that joke is funny, but yeah. it makes that joke not I don't think absolutely abhorrent. To I don't me. I don't and I also I don't think the intent behind that joke is to be is, is to make fun of actual persons with speaking difficulties. I think the intent behind you can that say disability. Sure. Or you know, uh, speech disability. I think the intent behind that joke is to make fun of Frankenstein movies yeah. from like the 30s yeah. that would have a character who can't speak until a specific event happened. Like, I, th- I think the intent is to just, ma- I think it's making fun of other films. I don't think it's making fun of real people. But mm-hmm. I think that in, you know, the, the modern day, you can look at that and say, this hasn't aged well. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think it has to be making fun of real people to, yeah. like you said, say that it hasn't aged well. And it's yes. not, you know, it's not out. Yeah, it's not obvious. And mm-hmm. I, I agree that that's not the joke. The joke is, uh, Doctor Frankenstein parades his monster and has yes. him do a whole bunch of real goofy yes. stuff, like dance in tandem to putting on the Ritz. Yeah, you know, to show him off to the public. Like yeah. that's what the joke is. The joke isn't even like the monster there, but yeah, the joke. Um, the joke is there's a lot of joke. It's a light. It's a multi layer joke. Yeah, the joke yeah. is that Frankenstein is making it all about himself. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, it has to be on stage with the guy. Has to be, and has like, to be dancing. Yeah. It has to be, yeah, has to be front and center. He literally dances in front of the monster several times. Yeah. Like everyone's there to see him. And when yeah. the monster is doing his part, he gets behind the monster and sticks out his head and goes, I love him. Yeah. And then as soon as the monster messes up, he's like, you, Creighton, yeah. you will not ruin this for me. Yeah, it's all about him. Mm -hmm. Which is, again, that's a good joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and I, I think it's good when a movie forces you to discuss things and yeah. to think about subjects that are somewhat uncomfortable. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, like how far uh, can we go in movies and have it be a joke versus yes. have it be harmful to a person? The entirety of Blazing Saddles is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should talk about that another time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we're the people to have that no, discussion. No, you're right, because of gratuitous use of the N-word. Yes. Because who wrote the movie? Mel Brooks. Oh, geez. Gosh. With, with several other people, um, some of whom were uncredited, If I'm from memory. Um, if I remember correctly, what's his name? Um, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, thank you, mm -hmm. um, was either a credited or uncredited writer on that and was originally going to play the, the lead role but dropped out for some reason. I don't remember the specifics, but... Um, it was Mel Brooks in tandem with a, with a number of people. Mm -hmm. Some of whom were black. Some of whom were black. But yeah, we might not touch that one. No. I mean. I'm sure it's a very funny movie. I think I've seen it. You have seen it. Did I think it was funny? You did. Okay, great. Yeah. And Blazing Saddles is always held up as like, well, you can't make that today. And Maybe I think, you shouldn't. I, I think you could make that today. But, it, you know, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, certainly Mel Brooks shouldn't make that today. That is 100% correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, Somebody any, any last today. thoughts on this film? Well, we don't know how you can watch it, Graham, because uh, we couldn't find it on any of our streaming services until happily Row House was showing it at the drive-in. Yeah, I don't um, think it's free on any streaming services. Do we have it on DVD, Adam? Mm, I don't know. Okay, so maybe look for this movie at your local library because I would recommend this movie to Graham. Yes. Um, despite my, really those two scenes are my only holdups. And like we said many times, they honestly didn't ruin the movie for me. And I do frequently let things like that ruin the movie for me because, it's you know, on, you got to know what you're comfortable yeah. with. It's on stars. Oh, okay. If you have stars. Great. Yeah. Is stars the one with Outlander? Yes. Yes, it is. And it's the one that we can't watch here, but we can watch it at your parents. Yeah. Because my mom likes Outlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big fan. Yeah. And they yeah. don't let you... They don't let you stream it. They don't let you stream it. Yeah, that's right. All right. Probably because they know we stream it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we will. Not Outlander. Not so into that. Like, other streaming services know that you're going to share it. Like, yes. Netflix. Like, we pay for the Netflix that allows up to four people to watch at a time. They know you're going to share it. The only thing I want to watch on Stars are both Spider-Man films. Not that we do share it. No, Netflix, that would be in case you don't like that. Probably against the rules. But hypothetically, you clearly uh, the four different people who live in our house can all watch it at the same time. We all live in the same place. Yes, we're quarantining together. Uh huh. Yep. Okay, just just needed to get that. Yeah, absolutely. Play out there. Don't share logins to things <laughs> or passwords. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Bye, Graham. Bye, Graham.